Hello, hello everyone. Morgan here and thank you so much for listening to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. This is the last podcast of the year. This is the last podcast of 2019. Wow. This year went by incredibly fast. I can't believe it. I really hope you guys have your goals for 2020 laid out and not only laid out, but that you've already started on them. If you haven't listened to my podcast about setting goals, please, um, you know, kind of go back. It's just a couple, I think it's just a couple episodes. Um, so do that now setting goals. You know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? I mean, that's totally hundred percent true. So real quick, if at any time you ever want to reach out to me, you can always head to my website at roguepreparedness.com and just click on the little contact button. You can always uh, contact me at any of my social networks. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Just search Rogue Preparedness and you should see me and my little red logo there. Um, But today, you know, I just wanted to talk about kind of everyday preparedness tips. You know, things that we can do every single day to be better prepared for not just like, you know, end of the world, but just life, right? We need to be prepared for life. Um, And sometimes, you know, that's preparing for a potential job loss, you know, especially towards the beginning of the year, there are a lot of layoffs at the beginnings of the year, especially when it comes to like the holiday positions and things like that. And it's statistically proven that a lot of people don't spend a lot of money in January. (laughs) Okay, so like everybody just spent all their money at Christmas and then kind of people, you know, spending money tinkers down a little bit after that. But a lot of people are also on the kick of improving themselves, you know. So um, I guess number one would be to get into a um, health and fitness routine. You know, everyday life can be easily improved if we eat a little bit healthier and, you know, work out a little bit more. And I'm not saying, you know, get a gym membership. I'm 100% not saying that because I don't think that getting a gym membership is actually the best thing for us. I think that just stepping outside of your house and walking around your block for, you know, 10, anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes is going to be way more beneficial than, you know, getting into a stuffy gym, you know, paying somebody. Now, some people, you know, want to have the, uh, you know, want to say, well, you know, paying, you know, for a gym motivates me to actually go. Well, that never motivated me. Um, You have to find some deeper motivation than just losing money out of your bank account. Because I know I used to actually work at a gym and everybody would flood in at the beginning of January and, you know, get their gym memberships. And I would say it was busy for about the first two weeks of January and that it, it, not it did not steadily decline it declined rapidly you know let's say a hundred new people signed up I would say about 10 of those hundred would would come in on a regular basis and then I saw people that you know and and a lot of them weren't even canceling that's my point a lot of them weren't even canceling they were just that money just kept coming out of their accounts every month oh I'll go one day I'll go one day (laughs) you know some people don't even care if the money is getting taken out of their accounts. So don't worry about a gym. I don't think a gym is, I don't think, I don't, I just don't think a gym is worth your time. I don't think it's worth your money. Um, I think that you can buy some weights. I think that you can lift rocks or, you know, your gallons of water if you want some weights. I think that there's so many different ways 
that you could, um, you know, get healthier and exercise and things like that. And, you know, just buy a little healthier. And I'm totally not saying like, you know, you have to, you know, be 100% healthy. You know, you have to go on a keto diet. You know, you have to eat vegan. I'm not saying any of that, okay? What I am saying is maybe try to cut back on daily sugar intake or maybe try to cut back on carbs. Maybe try to cut back on something that you're really really like into right and it happens to us all you know like my husband was on a little ice cream kick for a long time right and cut back on that you know I was on a a, um, red vines kick for a long time I had to cut back on that right and you know you do see small improvements and every single day you're going to see a little small improvement in your health and your wellness and it will it'll probably take about 30 days of consistent action to see any results even if it's something so really small, because your body's adjusting, you're adjusting to a new routine, you're adjusting to a new lifestyle, you know, all this stuff, and you're going to have setbacks, and that's okay. All right, it is okay to have setbacks, just make sure that you get back on the wagon eventually. It's on the wagon, right? Not off. Yeah. Anyway, just get back on the wagon, get back on track, okay? And just get back to it whenever you can, basically. Um, so I, you know, kind of what I was saying about don't give the gym money, you know, I think we should try to live frugally, you know, we should try to be a little more self-reliant, you know, reuse things that we can reuse. I'm always talking about how, you know, you need to look at things and see about how you can reuse it. Okay. Like an old t-shirt, cut that up into some cloth, you know, cut that up into rags or, you know, (laughs) SHTF toilet paper or whatever, you know, um, cut that up. All right, don't throw it away. Um, you know, you reuse it. You know, uh, containers from the store. Sometimes I will specifically buy an item because I want to reuse the container when I'm done with it. Like, you know, jars of pickles and jams and things like this. I buy specific containers for the fact that I want to reuse that container when I'm done with it. I mean, that's my mindset now. And you really got to get your mind into that self-sufficiency, living frugally. And it, it takes a while, you know. I didn't, I didn't always used to be like this. It took me a long time of, of, you know, really being mindful of what I buy and what I spend my money on, right? And so, you know, if you just start asking yourself, do I need this? Can I reuse this item in some way? You know, or can I donate it or give it away once I'm done? You know, or is it just going to become trash? Or, you know, what's going to happen to this once I, you know, is it just food that I'm going to consume? Great. That's whatever. Right. Um, but try to live a little bit more frugal, you know, instead of, um, you know, going golfing every single day maybe you can go golfing you know once a week or you know whatever like I don't know whatever your vice is okay not vice and that vice is a bad word because I like to go to the range (laughs) okay that's not a vice um the shooting range rather not the golf range um I am not a golfer that was just the first thing that popped into my mind that was expensive um, you know, whatever it is that you're spending your money on, reevaluate it. Be like, okay, well, instead of paying for cable, can I just cut it out? I mean, it's actually really easy to cut out cable. We don't have cable. We actually just have um, 
Right now, I think we just have YouTube and the internet. We don't even have Netflix or Hulu right now. Like, we don't pay for any of that. Though I will say I miss Netflix, but I can do without it, you know? We have been. You can do without it. Just cut it off if you need to, right? You can be a lot more productive. (laughs) Um, And, you know, when you cut that stuff out, you'll be saving money. And that's another everyday preparedness thing, you know, right? You can save money. Well, now we're not spending $15 on Hulu. We had the commercial free option. Uh, um, You know, I'm not spending $15 on Netflix or whatever cable is now. $40, $50, $80, whatever cable is now. It's a ridiculously high amount. But I'm not, you're not, you're no longer spending money on that, right? So now you could literally take that $15 and put it away, right? Because let's say you were still spending that money. That money was coming out of your budget, okay? So it came out of your money. So whether you want to save it now or use it towards something else, that's up to you. You know, maybe you wanted to use that $15 towards some preps or something. You could do that. Or you could just save the money or you could just let the money ride to just help you everyday life, right? Uh, It's just, it's going to be up to you. But, you know, when you cut certain things out, you know, um, you're evidently saving money or, or repositioning that money for something else. But you do need to be really aware of your budget and how you are spending your money. Not just how you're spending your money, though. How are you spending your time? If you're cutting out that Netflix, now what are you going to do with the time that you were watching Netflix? Are you going to read? Are you going to practice some preparedness? Are you going to go for a walk? You know, what are you going to do now with the time that you were spending watching Netflix or, or whatever? And now, you know, you have this time. So that that's also too. It's not just saving you money. It's saving you time. And, you know, kind of opening some stuff up for you to do other things, um, to kind of reprioritize. But that's, it's totally up to you. You know, we all have things that we spend our money on. And, and, you know, I have to ask myself all the time, do I need this? Do I want this? What am I going to do with it? How often am I going to use it? And as a prepper, that's hard. You know, sometimes I buy something knowing I am not going to use this unless there's an emergency or disaster. And then I'm okay with that. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I store, even living in an RV, there are stuff, there's stuff that I store that I know I'm not going to use outside of emergency or disaster purposes. And then there's stuff that I use every single day. And then there's stuff that I only use occasionally, you know, yeah, you're not spending your money on something that you're using every single day or, you know, occasionally, sometimes you are spending money on stuff that you're not going to use unless it's an emergency or disaster. And that's fine. But in addition to saving money, we also want to try to see if we can make more money. Okay, what type of skills or items could you, you know, could you make something and put it on Etsy? You know, could you, what could you do to actually make more money? You know, do you have a car that's just sitting there and you could just go drive for Uber? You know, what can you do to make more money? There's always something we can do. Even if you say, well, that's already on the market. Who cares? Do you know how many fire starters are out on the market already? It doesn't matter. We love fire starters, okay? And if you are making a fire starter and it's a good fire starter, people are going to buy it, period, okay? So, yeah, I think I think that uh, we could all find ways to make a little bit more money on the side. There's lots of side hustles that we could do, even if it's small little stuff here and there, right? Um, another really easy everyday preparedness thing that you could do is just keep your car stocked. Keep your car stocked with 
very basic things like a first aid kit. You can keep it stocked with um, some non-perishable foods, some um, some like easy to eat, ready to eat bars, uh, you know, Mountain House stuff like that. That's really easy to reheat, or you know, not even reheat, but just take out and eat. You know, uh, putting some water in your vehicle, um, having flashlights in your vehicle. Uh, you know, especially during winter time, you might want to have some very specific things like a shovel and kitty litter, um, you know, an emergency blanket or an, and regular blankets is always going to be useful, uh, no matter what time of year. Right. Um, except maybe in the deep summer <laughs> in the South, at least. Um, yeah. So keeping your car stocked with very basic things is really going to be helpful. And something that we've actually been needing lately is a Leatherman. And we didn't need that before, but I have, I now have a Leatherman in the Jeep because recently we've been like, do you have a Leatherman? No, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be the first one to admit whenever we're not prepared. <laughs> um, but you better believe that even after that first time of saying, well, I don't have a Leatherman, I put that Leatherman in the Jeep. And now we have a Leatherman in the Jeep. And you say, do you have a Leatherman? Yep, in the Jeep right there. Got it, right? Now we're prepared. And that's how preparedness works. You know, every day we go through life and every day we learn new things and every day we realize, you know, what we might need. And then we have it prepared and we get it prepared. And, you know, we're it's a constant learning process. And then there are going to be things that you're like, wow, um, I have this and I literally don't need it, don't want it, don't care. You know, and it's going to, you know, get out of there. Sometimes there are things you literally won't need or don't need. Okay. And that's okay. That actually happens. That's happened several times to me. I'm like, you know what? I just don't need this, you know, because I had this other item or because of this or because of that or whatever, you know, I love to be over-prepared by the way. So am I, if, I, if I'm ever taking something out, it's gotta be, it's gotta be real serious of like, wow, I really don't need this. You know, <laughs> even during an emergency or disaster, I don't need this. You know, I mean, that's gotta be real serious there. Um, the next one would be a bl uh, making a blackout kit for your car. I mean, I'm sorry for your home, make a blackout kit for your home, have matches, lighters, um, <clears throat> Matches, lighters, candles, flashlights, um, and then have external battery chargers for your phones um, ready to go. And also, I would suggest like a camping folding solar panel. Those are really good to have as well. Um, but making a very basic uh, blackout kit like that is going to be extremely helpful. It'll give you that peace of mind of, I know where everything is. Plus, and you could have um, flashlights throughout the house. You know, so yeah, sure. We all, if you have a smartphone, you have a flashlight on your phone, but that's not the point. The point is, you know, you can grab an actual flashlight and by the way, headlamps, make your hands free. Just put a headlamp on, then your hands free, right? <laughs> um, okay. So be just a little bit more situationally aware every day, practice your situational awareness, practice people watching, practice these little things that will make you more aware of your surroundings and make you less of a target. It'll make you less of a soft target. Notice people. I want you to go out. Notice what people are wearing. Notice how they act. Notice how they eat. Notice how they talk. Notice how they walk. Notice literally everything about people. You will learn a tremendous amount of information about someone just by watching, just by people watching.
Okay. And it'll make you more mindful. It'll make you more aware of just generally what's going on around you in the world. And remember, practice this daily. Stay off your cell phone in public. Unless you're looking at a grocery list or something, there's nothing that important on your phone that you need to be distracted and taken out of the world so that you can look at your phone when you're out in public because you will instantly be seen as a soft target if you do that. Trust me, okay? People with their head downs in their phone more often than not are getting hurt, getting attacked, various other things because they are not aware, period. I don't care how great at multitasking you are, okay? You're not aware. You're not as aware as you could be if your eyes were, if your head was up, eyes are open, and you're literally looking around at the world around you, okay? It's a, it's a big difference and it's a big deal, okay? Um, stock up more on food and water, okay? You can really never have too much food and water. Store as much as your um, money and time will allow and your storage space will allow, Okay? Um, and don't just store it, actually eat it too, okay? Rotate it and eat it, okay? This is stuff that, you know, is going to get you by in an emergency or disaster, but it could also get you by, you know, through every day. Eat it, you know? This is stuff that you should be eating on a regular basis. This should be stuff that you eat. You know, even mountain houses and freeze-dried foods, you know, go out and eat it every once in a while. Um, and then just replace it. And, uh, you know, so, you know, always be storing up on that food and water, um, job loss is a big thing to be ready for, both financially, you know, that's why you want to save money, but both financially and, you know, with that food and water, you know, if you don't have to worry about food, buying food and water, and you can focus on everything else, that's a huge load off, right? You're out of a job, you don't, you're not having any money coming in besides maybe a side hustle that you have, right? Because you've set that up. But you have that side hustle money coming in, but that side hustle money can go towards, you know, gas for your vehicle or, you know, to get to a job interview or whatever, you know, instead of worrying about having that food and water. So that's a big one. I do want to talk about a uh, job loss, how to prepare for that in a, in a very specific episode. So um, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, stocking up on food and water is always going to be a valuable asset to you and your family. Never stop learning and never stop improving yourself. Learn everything, even if it's a skill that you think is totally useless in like apocalyptic SHTF situation, right? So, um, you know, you want to never stop learning. Take classes, you know, go learn from other people. You know, even if, you know, you're like, let's say you're a super experienced prepper. You've been at this for 10 years. You think you couldn't learn another thing. Yes, you can. I guarantee it. Especially, you can learn a lot, especially from new preppers. Because they have their eyes and ears open to a world that is so new and brand new to them that they are soaking it all in and they are thinking outside the box and they have not yet been indoctrined right into this prepper community of this has to be done this way and that way and this way right so learning from these newer preppers or you know preppers that um are kind of new to the scene you know whether they have a lot of experience or not but you know whether you're just discovering them or not, they will have something of value to value to say. Every prepper or every person in general has something valuable to say. 
Now, I will say that there are also people that do not have anything valuable <laughs> to say, where they're basically just regurgitating, you know, the same old thing, and they're stuck in their ways, and they don't want to learn. And um, you'll be able to spot those people for sure. But you, you don't stop learning. Don't stop learning and figure out, you know, the best ways to do things for yourself. You know, and but just in general, don't stop learning new skills. Constantly be reading, constantly be enrolling it in classes, um, you know, especially like self-defense classes, uh, situational awareness classes, you know, um, preparedness classes, survival classes, you know, um, read books um, from many different authors, um, about a variety of different things, you know, take a finance class, you know, take a class to uh, potentially, you know, uh, in improve your standing at work or to improve your entrepreneurial life or whatever it is, you know, there's always things to be learned. And the moment we stop learning, the moment we start think we stop thinking, that's the moment we really start dying. I mean, truly, if we are not keeping our minds and body active, like, you know, by walking around, by, you know, getting that blood flow going and by keeping our mind active, it has been proven that you could get to an early grave, literally. And, you know, it's like really morbid to talk about that, but it's true, you know, keep your body active. I mean, I see these like 80 year olds who are like super active and fit and like, you know, their brain is healthy, their body's healthy, everything is you know, they're working in tip top shape, you know, they're running marathons in these things, because they just do it. Not because they're, oh, I'm 80 years old, I can't do this anymore. Oh, I'm getting old. That means I won't be able to do this activity or that activity. Now I understand. Okay, I'm not trying to be rude or heartless or anything. I understand a lot of people have different health concerns and you know, different stuff going on, different disabilities. I get that. And yes, there are certain things that literally will limit you to the types of things that you can do. But I feel that, you know, even if you can't physically do stuff, you can still keep your mind active and keep your mind challenged. That's the important word, challenged. So you need to be reading a lot. You need to be challenging your brain with puzzles and, um, you know, equations and these things to challenge yourself. You know, don't just go through the normal everyday routines and don't and stop challenging yourself. You need to be always, always challenging yourself and improving yourself and just never stop learning. I mean, truly, just don't stop learning. Okay. I'm going to say this a lot in a lot of the podcasts because I think that it's, it's important. We can't stop improving ourselves. You know, we can't just look at our preps and say, yeah, I'm good. I'm comfortable. You have to look at your preps and say, where can I improve? How can I improve? You know, um, how can I make this better for myself and my family? You know, let's do a mock drill and see if I can, you know, plug some holes in our plans or, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, I think that by, ever evaluating our lives, we can see how we can improve it. I mean, that's why, that's one of the reasons that we moved into an RV and are now traveling the U.S. is because we realized that there is this huge hole in our lives that we weren't challenging ourselves and we were not experiencing the life that 
you know, could challenge us and that will um, bring challenges to our children and learning and all of this, you know, we're going to learn so much more on the road than we ever could, you know, sitting at home, you know, in our modern house and, you know, going, you know, shoving our kids into public school and, you know, just going on about the, you know, quote unquote American dream, right? Um, I think that everybody's American dream is going to be different, but I think that we always need to be challenging ourselves and improving and never stop learning, truly. That kind of went off on a weird tangent there, but (laughs) I try to warn you guys all the time that it's a little bit of a tangent every time, but, you know, these little things that we can do every single day, you know, that I've been talking about in this podcast to just improve our everyday life, you know, to be better prepared for just life. You know, sometimes our everyday life can be an SHDF, right? Our everyday life could be a struggle to get by. But sometimes, you know, if it is a struggle, we need to really take a step back and figure out ways to improve it, figure out ways to get out of this constant struggle and see if there's a better path to how we can do things. You know, even even if it seems impossible, I promise, I promise there's a way out. It may not come to you today. It may not come to you in a week or two weeks or two months. It may be several months of trying to figure it out and make it work. And sometimes it may just come to you. Sometimes you're going to have to hustle to get it done. But if you have a goal and a dream, it'll happen. Just make it happen. Okay? Even if that goal and that dream is just to, you know, live in a house, you know, live in a nice house and own it and, you know, and, and be self-sufficient and just, you know, be off grid or whatever your dream is, you know, there's ways to accomplish it. And I know sometimes it may take a while, but you'll, you'll get there. I promise. You know, it took us 10 years to get to this full-time RV life. We finally got here. So anyway, um, This is the last podcast of 2019. Whoa! I will see you all in 2020. Woo! Thank you all so much for listening. No question of the week. Just have a fantastic rest of your year, 2019. And if you're listening to this in 2020 or beyond. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Truly appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic day. Conquer tomorrow by preparing today. I will talk to you all in 2020 and beyond. Talk to y'all later. Bye.